0: That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month. And never worry about what to wear again. Try Armwire today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news, is a movement that encourages you to live with less stuff and find more time and joy in the process. So what is minimalish? It's the grace-filled way of doing the same thing. Sustainable, realistic minimalism that actually makes sense for your life. It's not all about subscribing to a movement and trying to do it perfectly, but rather questioning how that movement fits best within your life. The Minimalish podcast is here to help make life lighter realistically for the everyday mom. I'm Desiree, and my passion is to help you enjoy motherhood, your family, and your home by cutting the clutter and excess stuff in your life. Minimalism has helped me not only make my home a better place, but also become a better version of myself. So that's what I'm here to talk to you about each week. So grab a cup of coffee and let's walk towards simple together. Welcome to the minimalish podcast. I'm your host Desiree and before we get started, I just wanted to remind you how helpful it would be if you are loving the podcast. If you leave a rating or review on iTunes specifically, it would just be so helpful in helping the podcast get in front of more eyes get heard by more ears, and I'd be extremely grateful for your time. Just takes five minutes or less, really, and I have directions for you that are linked in the show notes in case you're not sure how to add a rating or a review for the podcast, because honestly, it's not super intuitive, so um, I want to help you out with that. So thank you so much if you do choose to do so. Also, follow along on Instagram at minimalish underscore motherhood. Um, I'm posting there all the time. I just kind of love hanging out there. So find me there and say hello. And if you do leave a rating or a review, make sure you let me know. You can message me on Instagram. You can email me. That's all linked below in the show notes as well. Um, because I have a little gift that I want to send you. It's a little hand lettered, printable, minimalist inspiration art. I know that was a little mouthful, but I have a little gift for you. If you do leave a rating or review. So don't forget to let me know. I'm so excited to share today's episode with you. I'm talking to Tasha of The Natural Nurturer, and we're talking about a topic that's just been important to me for a really long time, and that is nutrition. Um, we're talking about simplifying nutrition for families today, and we'll also be talking about the overwhelm that comes along with it, because it is real. It's It's such a struggle for some of us to be able to figure out You know, how do we do this? How do we make sure our family is getting healthy, well-balanced meals? And how do we even meal plan or meal prep? These are all things that can definitely overwhelm me. I also think that these are things that we can make much more simpler than we're making. Taysha talks a lot about how we complicate this and why it becomes so overwhelming in the process. I also want to note that I just think if we're living intentionally, then Choosing healthy, nourishing foods to, you know, take care of our bodies is extremely important. It's really not the first thing that I think about when I think of minimalism and simplifying my life, but it should be one of the first things because it is vital in the way that our bodies function and the way that we feel throughout the day. So this is a super important topic. Okay, let's jump into my conversation with Tasha. Thank you so much for agreeing to be on the podcast. I am so excited to chat with you just about healthy living and kind of how to do that in a way that makes it less overwhelming for families. Before we get into all of that, um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about who you are, and what you do. Hi,
1: I'm Taysha Butler. I'm the mom, I'm the teacher, and I'm the lady behind The Natural Nurture, which is a blog that basically focuses on easy family-family recipes that are healthy, um, realistic, and also really full of veggies. Like, that's something that I'm really passionate about. It's called, I call it Veggie Loaded. Um, And so I've been doing that
0: for about five years. (laughs) Wow. So, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, so... I have loved following along with your blog. I found you through a green muffins recipe. Oh Uh,
1: my, my oatmeal. Yeah. Green smoothie muffins. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And we love them. So, so yeah, I've loved following along with you since, since I found that recipe. But I want to know, is this something um, that has always been a part of your story and why you started the natural nurture and kind of what that journey has been like for you?
1: Uh, Okay. It's definitely, it's been like a long-term journey. I think, you know, I'm I'm not sure if you have ever felt something like everything that happened in your life, like led you up to a certain event. I kind of feel like everything that's happened in my life in many different ways has led me to create the natural nurturer. Um, so I will say that, okay, so I started the natural nurture five years ago and um, I certainly have not always lived this way. I did not love vegetables at all growing up. I drank a lot of soda. I was kind of a couch potato. Um, I just like, that was just me. I just didn't like, didn't like those things and I didn't have a reason to like them yet. And so, as you can imagine, as I was growing up and I get, hit my early 20s and um, I was really struggling with obesity. Um, and so, um, at that time, you know, at the early 20s, I was kind of motivated by my weight and I started to remake my life and um, get moving and start cooking for myself instead of living on convenience foods Um, and that was all well and good and I saw weight drop off but I was living off of like Diet Coke and you know frozen packaged meals and I thought that that was healthy like I I truly did and um, it wasn't until a really um, very close family member was diagnosed with terminal cancer. And the doctors basically told him like there was nothing that they could do. And so I remember diving into research being like, well, there has to be something. Um, and I kind of at that point stumbled across how many, you know, the the value of nutrition in our health. And, you know, some of my people would argue that it doesn't cure cancer. or Some people would say it's a very vital thing. I did see the value in um, really looking at what we eat as a way of supporting our health. It's not like a, it's not a gamble. It's something that we do have a say in by what we do every day. So um, at that point I started being like, okay, we're gonna really make wholesome foods. I kind of went in with the the whole real food diet kind of thing or lifestyle, I don't like the word diet. and so I, we started really doing that and, and that was all really good and life was great and then I became a mom. And you can imagine, you, you know, as you're your mom, that like that, that's a huge lifestyle change right there. Yeah, and for sure. What worked in one season of life doesn't always work in the next season and so I was working full-time my husband was deployed yeah I was um I had this new baby and I was like I need to figure out a way to still live these values and something I feel so important about um, um and still make it work so that I'm I can you know rest and be present but still feed my family and myself the way I want to so I started finding like hacks and like tricks and uh things that made it more sustainable and I started sharing them with friends, um, kind of on Facebook or just casually through text, you know, because that's what normal people do. They send lots of pictures of their food to friends, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I think a lot more people do that. Than maybe, I think. No, I um, think so. I think a lot of people do. I mean, especially if you're trying to be accountable. Yeah.
1: Well, accountable or you're excited about something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... So I, um, like a lot of people kept saying that, you know, oh, you should start a blog. You make it look so easy. And, um, my best friend especially was just like, oh, you, you just need to do this. You love this and you're, you have a gift for it. And, um, I finally was just like, you know, people keep telling me this is easy. And it's honestly, I just kind of figure stuff out. It's not something that I'm magical. I'm not like some sort of super person, super mom or anything. And so I started the Natural Nurture to kind of really empower parents um, and other people or just for their whole lives to like feed themselves and their families in a really nourishing, sustainable, easy way um, in this modern day world.
0: Yeah. I like that like this all started because, you know, people were encouraging you to do it. That's really cool. Um, Yes just kind of a reminder and encouragement to support your friends in their gifts. <laughs> because Absolutely. what you're doing now is awesome and it's encouraging so many people for something really important because I think we can all agree that like what we put into our bodies is really important. Absolutely. Um, okay, so a lot of what you do and what you talk about, like you said, kind of at the beginning, it centers around adding more veggies and nutrition into our kids' foods and also onto our families' plates in general. And I love that like, what started as a lifestyle change for yourself now has kind of, I guess, fed into this whole way that you are feeding and caring for your family. So why do you think Though that this is such an overwhelming thing because it's so needed, like what you're putting out there is so needed. Um, just the idea. I last week I was looking at some of the meals I was feeding my daughter who's 16 months, and I was just like, okay, what? Like, how can I add a veggie to this breakfast for her because she's 16 months and she only has like a few teeth. You know what I mean? So it's just it's so needed to think about how we can add veggies to and nutrition to our kids' food. So. Why do you think it's overwhelming though? Like, why do you think this is such a hard, overwhelming, like needed thing? Oh, I think there's a couple of things that come into play with that. I think part of it is, um,
1: you know, I think the world that you and I probably grew up in when we were kids, you know, there was the chicken nuggets that are shaped like dinosaurs and that was just normal kid food. And not that there's anything wrong with the chicken nugget once in a while or anything like that. Or, um, But I think that, us as parents now kind of see that convenience foods are not always like there's a there's a dark side to that and that's that they're not always nutrient dense that they're not always full of things that we actually want to feed our families and so we're all a lot of us are having to like remake stuff like we teach ourselves stuff that maybe we didn't know growing up Um, My mom cooked a lot of our foods and stuff like that. So I was fortunate that I could cook and I knew my way around the kitchen. But at the same time, I um, think that that's something like, I'm working full time. That's not always the easiest thing to do. And I think time, like a lot of us are, you know, out of the house, we have longer commutes, we work longer hours, there's a ton of extracurricular activities for our, our children, um, and that we have less time at home to, to do these things. And so that's overwhelming. And I also think a lot of it is social media, we start to like think we know what we're going to do. And then we pop on social media and see other people's ways and we start to feel discouraged and maybe just kind of throw our hands up and say, never mind, I can't do it as well as some, so I'm not going to do it at all. Or just start to feel bad about ourselves. And so I think that there's a lot of components that come into it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I never really thought of that. Um, Because I definitely, that's honestly something that has overwhelmed me. Um, Recently, I've tried to be cooking more, like cooking all of our meals in the home, basically, just for multiple reasons. But one reason being like, it's not fun to go out to eat with a 16 month old necessarily. Oh no, that's tricky. (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, I, I found myself really overwhelmed by just meal planning in general. And I think now that you say that like social media does play into that for sure, because yeah, you're seeing you know, a lot of what everyone else is doing, or maybe it's, sometimes it's like an overload of ideas, I think. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. But um, how do you overcome that overwhelm or avoid it even? Um, and what do you do to kind of simplify the prepping of healthy foods that your family will enjoy? Um, I think one of the biggest things I do is I really just kind of try to
1: let go of what I think a meal should look like. Like if like, you know, if for like breakfast, I think people think of breakfast as either um, muffins or eggs and or smoothie and it can be soup. It can be soup if that's what you're jonesing for. That's what you have in the refrigerator, like letting go of that. And in turn, also like, you know, being like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to make for dinner, but I have the makings for scrambled eggs and I have some broccoli, so I'm going to make an omelet. And like letting yourself just have that freedom to not, again, not to like just to let go of what a meal should look like. Um, we also do a lot of things called like snack dinners. And I like to do that towards the end of the week when I don't feel like cooking and I maybe don't have like a lot of odds and ends. And so I'll just pile whatever we have onto a big platter and give everyone plates and be like, you get to eat whatever you want off of it. And there's usually veggies, there's usually proteins, um, there's fruit, uh, there might be some grain-free crackers. And so it's kind of a nice way to reduce the food waste, um, simplify my dinner, and then, you know, just everyone still gets a wholesome meal. Yeah, So we call those snack dinners. And I also think that uh, meal prep, food prep, that would be a better word, is so valuable. And I think sometimes people think it has to be like an all-consuming, they spend all Sunday doing it. And that's totally not how I function with it. I might just set my timer for 20 minutes and parboil some eggs and cut up some lettuce and um, maybe throw some chicken in the Instant Pot. And then when the timer's done, I'm done. And then I have some stuff that's in the fridge that I can grab on my extra crazy days that make the week a little bit easier, but I haven't given up a whole day of my weekend and overwhelm myself with the process of prepping for um, an easier week ahead.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Kind of on that note, let's talk about some little practical things that our listeners can take away with them when it comes to preparing foods um, or when it comes to just like having healthy foods on hand. Um, so I want to know first, what are some of your go-to healthy meals and snacks like for yourself? I
1: do smoothies a lot for myself for like quick ones. Um, and I try to make them like
0: really veggie loaded.
1: Like think that they're really great for um, either a quick lunch when you're like, I, I, I've got to go out the door. I've got to go run this errand or I always forget to feed myself breakfast. <laughs> yeah. um, so I like to do smoothies that are really, you know, um, really balanced um, with a lot of vegetables and proteins and fiber and everything. Um, Muffins are really great to have on hand. Like, and I make, and I don't, you know, not like, I like to make muffins with, um, you know, my green smoothie muffins Mm -hmm. and I have ones that have a lot of nut butter. There are always vegetables in those. I like to keep those in the freezer for, hectic snacks or, um, Hey, we're going to go on a road trip and I want something to take with us. Um, or just to throw in my daughter's lunch box on a morning that maybe I hit the snooze button a few too many times. Um, so those are pretty much my go-to and, you know, just basic hand fruit, like, you know, apples, bananas. So, and then vegetables, like, carrots and just I keep it really I keep it really simple. There's nothing fancy about it.
0: Yeah. That's good to know because it's just I feel like we think it needs to be fancy. We overthink
1: it sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I think we overthink it. Yeah. Know?
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. So when it comes to the smoothies, what veggies do you like to throw in there? Because I oh my gosh. I know that I have put my smoothies in a box of like spinach and kale. So what are some other veggies oh. that you put in your smoothies? Oh that's right. Okay. First of all you have <laughs> avocados in your
1: smoothies. Avocados make it really really creamy and there's a great way of getting healthy fat in, but avocado also can be expensive. So that's I, sometimes those need to be saved for other things. I put zucchini in it. I will put steamed cauliflower in it. Cauliflower is amazing. I like to steam it and then freeze it. I put steamed cooked butternut squash in it. I, I have recipes for all of these on my blog too, for like those kinds of smoothies. I put bell peppers in it. I put carrots in it. I, I, just, oh my gosh. I put all <laughs> of it in it because it's really, um, they're all great. And again, I think some of them do need to be cooked and then frozen. And I think others of them are fine raw. Um, but they all really have their time and a place in a smoothie. I will say I haven't put broccoli in there. I don't know if broccoli ever going to make it into my smoothies. But. Yeah,
0: I was thinking I had broccoli in my fridge, a lot of it this past week. And I was thinking about even juicing it because I've seen we just got a juicer and I've seen like, you know, at the store, the juices, the fresh juices, I've seen ones that have broccoli in them. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about that. But I saw
1: someone making asparagus juice the other day. And I'm like, I don't know if I can (laughs) do asparagus juice. I mean, more power to you, but I don't know if I could.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. So we will definitely link to um, some of your smoothie recipes or just your blog in general in the show notes. So um, so that our listeners can check them out. Um, okay. So what about for kids? What are some of your, is it the same? Um, yeah, I really believe in
1: feeding my daughter the similar
0: stuff that I do. I will say again, muffins are her, one of
1: her favorite things. So I always try to have some of those, like that's something I usually throw together in my meal prep. Um, all my smoothie recipes are really minimal labor. A lot of them can be mixed in your blender or in a bowl. Um, and so I'll throw those together during my food prep for the week and so we'll have those on hand for really quick mornings Uh, like Tuesdays we have to get out the door really early so it's almost always a smoothie or and or a muffin um, for breakfast that has happened during meal prep Um, yeah and again I feed her a lot of the same stuff that we eat so and sometimes we'll do leftovers for breakfast and all that so yeah
0: that's great Okay, so I am interrupting for a moment during this episode to talk to you about something that has kind of been an Achilles heel for me for a while, and that is meal planning. So I, for months, had the biggest struggle when it came to meal planning and meal prepping and food prepping, whatever you want to call it. And lately, my husband and I have been on a stricter budget. We are trying to pay off debt, so I had to figure out something. And what came of it was a printable meal planning template that I worked really hard on for my own meal planning purposes, and I thought that it might help you too. So it not only gives you several different templates to help you meal plan, either monthly or weekly, and remind your family what's on the menu each week, it also gives you templates like a pantry inventory, monthly calendars, weekly menu templates, and grocery lists. So you can head to desireeendries.com shop to check out how my super affordable printable meal planner can help you get through the meal planning process and simplify it while also saving money on your groceries each week. It really takes you through the process that I've been using to help myself with my grocery budget and just simplifying meal planning. You also get instructions for Actually, using this system that has completely simplified my meal planning. I've seriously never felt better about my weeks than I have lately with actually cooking every single day and not feeling overwhelmed by it. So, honestly, this system works. It at least works for me. It really simplifies the process. Check it out if you're interested. The link will be in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the show. Um, Okay, so now let's go back to talking about meal prepping just a little bit. Um, But for me, I, like I said, have recently been trying to cook in the house more and meal prepping, like taking a day to meal prep, it intimidates me. So can you, um, and I'm sure I'm not the only one, like I don't think I'm alone in that. So can you tell me some of your like quick tips on, I guess, just what you do for food prep like you said not necessarily meal prep but food prep and kind of how to i guess if you can speak to i don't know the mindset of overwhelm at all when it comes to that absolutely okay and i think i think a lot of people find food prep overwhelming i think
1: that again we our weekends or our free time is something that a lot of us just we live for and we need we need that to recharge we need that for self-care um And I don't think that food prep needs to be overwhelming at all. And so there's two ways that I do to kind of avoid the overwhelm feeling or to let it be less daunting, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, And one is either I look for five minute, 10 minute increments where, you know, hey, we got 10 minutes until I, we need to leave for, you know, Girl Scout meeting or something like that. So I'm going to hard, again, I'm going to hard boil some eggs or I'm going to cut up some, some carrot sticks and put them in water. Like putting carrot sticks in water is a great way to preserve them so you can just grab them out. Um, and so I'll, maybe I'll just do that. And I find that when I look for those little increments of time um, and use them to do some meal prep, it really adds up. And it's not like I'm taking away from myself. It means that I'm like just utilizing my time in a better way so that when I have larger chunks of time to myself, I'm not feeling like I need to go meal prep. Um, and like I said before, another thing that I do is on the weekends, especially if I know we're going to have a crazy week ahead and I really would benefit from having something in the fridge that's ready to go, I'll just set my timer for 20 minutes, put some music on, and I will just get done whatever I can. And sometimes it will be I'll be like super impressed with myself. I'm like, man, look at all the stuff I got done. Sometimes it'll just be a handful of stuff, but whatever I get done in that 20 minutes, I, I stop myself at that. And I know that 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 food is going to benefit me in some way. It'll make some meal down the
0: road easier. And I've kept my sanity in the process. Yeah, that really makes sense. I like that. Okay. So another thing, when it comes to your daughter... How old did you, did you say how old she was? She's seven. She's seven. So has she ever been a picky eater? How have you dealt with that? Because I think that's part of the overwhelm too, is I know even at 16 months, you know, I have a picky eater already sometimes. Okay, well... Okay, it's like a kind of a loaded question in a couple of yes. ways, <laughs>
1: okay. Okay, well, so Alice was like, a, she. I introduced her to vegetables really young and she ate them and loved them and around two, and I think this is common for a lot of people, um, all of a sudden foods that she loved, she just started being very resistant to. And um, which kind of led me to where I started doing the veggie loaded movement was when that, yeah, I started veggie loading our food is because I really wanted to make sure she got the nutrients in, but I wanted to be respectful of the fact that she didn't like certain things and I didn't want to force her to like zucchini. My daughter does not like zucchini. Mm-hmm. So we find a lot of creative ways to add zucchini into it. So, um, So I would say, yes, she definitely hit a picky phase. And so one thing I did was I've had her in the kitchen with me since she was old enough to hold a wooden spoon and sit on the counter. And was that always easy? No, but it exposed her to all the vegetables and all the fruits and all the stuff. And she got to see what was going into her food. And then when she tasted it, she was like, oh, I don't like zucchini, you know, maybe sauteed, but I do like it in this meatball. Um, And so it kind of helped her find other ways. Granted, if you're feeling overwhelmed, maybe bringing a child into the kitchen is not the best thing or if you have a really little one. Um, And so another thing that I often do is I, you know, if she's going through a selective phase, I might do a muffin tin meal, which I talk a lot about on my feed incrementally, um, where I break down a meal, I deconstruct it into compartments so it has all the foods laid out. And in our house, we serve everyone the same thing. There's no special meals for anybody. Um, so I lay I lay hers out in a muffin tin so she can see all the different elements of a meal. She can pick what she wants to eat. She can leave what she doesn't. But that's dinner, and I think that has given her a lot of choice and a lot of power. And it's helped so that I don't I don't worry that she's not eating stuff because I'm giving her lots of opportunities and choices um, in the process. So,
0: yeah, that's. Great. And I, I agree, um, with the idea of bringing the kids into the kitchen for sure, because one, I know that, um, Gemma, my daughter loves being in the kitchen. It's yes, it's hard. I I even like bought her a stool so she can be up there with me. Um, But some days when I'm feeling overwhelmed, it's maybe not the best choice. But other days it's just like, yes, this is going to make a mess, but we have to just get past that because it's good for her. Um, It's kind of good for everyone if she's seeing the process. One other thing I just want to
1: mention real quick about this is like, with the overwhelm is like you want to make sure your child is eating really healthy and you're like, oh, they never eat broccoli. They never eat broccoli. It's like not about conquering a meal and having them eat broccoli every day. I think it's also about just like exposing them and like, being happy that they're seeing they saw broccoli on their plate they know that broccoli or kale or carrots should be part of a meal even if they don't eat it they're getting that exposure and like letting go like letting go and being like I'm exposing it to them because I think that's another thing and again I go back to that social media thing you feel like everyone's else's kid is loving kale why does your kid not love kale and
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that's really good I love that Okay, so what are some of your favorite recipes that our listeners should go and look up? Like even if it's just one or two that they could start with on your- Okay, well,
1: definitely the green smoothie muffins are what wins a lot of people over <laughs> to me. I, I joke with my husband that someday I'll have like a team stand that will say she was a lovely, a wonderful wife, mother, teacher, and she brought the world oatmeal smoothie green muffin. <laughs> um, so another one. That I highly recommend for people is my thirty-minute veggie-loaded tomato sauce. Uh, veggie-loaded tomato sauce—it's like it's actually really easy to make. It has tons of vegetables in it. It's one of the places I started um, with veggie loading. It's not—it's not hard to do. It's a lot of just chop and dump into it. Um, so I would say that those two would be some of the ones that I would definitely recommend people starting with.
0: Awesome. And yes, highly recommend those green weapons. <laughs> They're so good. Um, and my daughter likes them too. So definitely a winner. Um, okay. So before we wrap up, there are two questions that I like to ask my guests. And the first one is, what is something that you're simplifying right now? my own grocery shopping so um I mean I've been using instant cart for the
1: past two weeks which I never in a million years thought I would ever do but I just kind of found like I needed to take something off my plate um just juggling so many different things my husband's in school full-time and he works full-time I do the blog full-time I teach um and then my daughter's involved with things that I was starting to just feel like it was a exhausting and I was totally happy to let go of grocery shopping because I don't enjoy doing it and so I started to do instant cart and just like it it felt so freeing I and I don't think that's for everybody but that's something I'm simplifying right there
0: yeah there's so many great grocery services out there now and totally worth it for a busy mom I can agree with that. Um, <laughs> awesome. Okay. So the second question that I like to ask is what is something that you can't stop talking about right now? I'm kind of obsessed with Rachel Hollis. Have you, do you know who Rachel Hollis yes, is?
1: Yeah. Oh, girl, wash your face. I'm obsessed yes. with her books. I'm obsessed with her podcast. I, I feel like she just like, she just speaks to me. Uh, she like puts a passion and fire in me when I'm starting to feel like discouraged. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe this is not the right path. And then I just, I listen to her and that's all like, yes, I'm gonna go conquer the world right now. So yeah. I'm pretty obsessed with her
0: <laughs> yeah she's great i really like her too um, yeah she's awesome i read that book it's so inspiring it's oh absolutely um, okay before we go where's somewhere where our listeners can find you oh they can find
1: me on my blog thenaturalnurturer.com and on all social media platforms i'm
0: the natural nurturer too <laughs> easy <laughs> easy yeah, yeah find very me. easy <laughs> yeah so i will link those below as well so Perfect. we'll make it even easier to find you thank you so much for being on the podcast today thanks um, for having me i know i personally gained tons of value from this conversation i had with Tasha. i've been veggie loading things like crazy um and i've really simplified my own meal prep by calling it food prep like Taysha did and just like making a bunch of meat in the Instant Pot each week, cutting up veggies, not really worrying about what meal it goes to, but rather just having healthy things available in the fridge and having a plan for them, not so, so that they wouldn't go to waste, but creating more whole food meals that aren't necessarily this huge drawn out plan or recipe but that can be made simple can be made easy just with the things i've already prepped in my fridge so that's just one thing that i've been doing to simplify my own meal prep each week and i've actually almost been enjoying the process so i don't want to say that too loudly because in the past it has been kind of my main pain point (laughs) throughout the week of like my responsibilities in the house is the planning and the prepping and the cooking, but I've been enjoying it. And I've been enjoying trying to find ways to add vegetables and add, you know, nutritious foods to my recipes that I make each week. So, so I hope this episode inspired you in the same way and go find Taysha on Instagram at the natural nurturer because she has so much helpful content that she puts out there. Alright, so that wraps up our show for today. If you loved it, share it on Instagram. Screenshot yourself listening to it. Share it. Tag me in it at minimalish underscore motherhood. And let me know that you're enjoying it. If you have any topics that you're struggling with or that you just want to hear on the podcast, find me and let me know. Um, I'd love to know what you want to hear so that I can plan accordingly when I'm looking for new guests to talk to and also when I'm planning my own episodes. So can't wait to hear from you. Hope you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you next week when I will be talking to you about priorities and how to kind of realign your priorities to decide what you want your days to look like i'm just gonna have a quick chat with you on that and kind of what i've been doing in my life to simplify and make my days align to what my priorities truly are so talk to you next week friend